0: Brown
1: made to look like a fool. Silky skills. From... Apart from the stunning element on that, lads, that it's Paul McShane with a with a step over. It's Robbie Keane on his left foot from nearly outside the box or from edge of the box. That's there's so many unrealistic elements to that being an Irish goal and absolutely terrible goalkeeping. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's for another podcast. This is about how ridiculous that goal was. Realistically, Robbie Keane on his left. Must be the only goal he scored in his left. And, and even then, well, I, I should point out, he falls over after he scores it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but that, was that a celebration or just. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> I love how George Hamilton starts having a freaker about McShane's step over. His whole reality thrown into question. Oh! And he got his name right, at least. <laughs> I'd say for a minute he did think, oh, I've got this guy's name wrong.
0: It's like that, and Andrew won't understand what I'm saying, but you know the fast show, uh, Suit you sir Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh! Oh, <laughs> suits you, Paul Can you think of a um, More accurate sponsor For this tournament, by the way Than Carling Given that it, you know Sort of flat It sort of <laughs> leaves a bad taste The whole tournament was a bit like that And
0: it's the cheapest beer you can get in Tesco
1: Exactly, and I don't know what how that compares to this tournament Metaphorically, but I'm sure it does Carling Nations Cup more specifically the 2011 edition of the Carling Nations Cup because it was a bit of a reboot reboots never work out and this is no different it's a reboot of the 1883 tournament the British Home Championship as it was known at the time of, oh, it 18- stop it, was of it. 1883 it was it went on for 100 years in 1984 they binned it off because of lack of interest was it the <laughs> Senior Cup yeah <laughs> knew you'd get a mention of that in eventually how dare you Uh, in yeah 100 years and they binned it off in 1984 get this because of lack of interest in crowds I mean is there any comparisons to the 2011 tournament because uh, I saw the the potential uh, supposed attendance for Northern Ireland Wales in this as 600
0: people there was not 600 people there (laughs) which was the game when the sectarian chanting happened i think that was was Probably. that there was was a it? lot
1: of that and that, that's another element of this of this tournament oh, there, was,
0: there was one game where there was the scene where there was i think there was only northern ireland fans at the game and half of them were singing billy boys
1: yeah <laughs> there just seemed to be constant booing of anthems and of everything like just
0: that just vaguely bemused 17 year olds <laughs> serving food
1: <laughs> yeah it was it was one of those uh, it's a strange tournament when you look back at it there was loads of issues around it the attendance, obviously, hugely. I mentioned that that Northern Ireland versus Wales game, full of, full of Scottish fans who would turn up a couple of days before because they were playing Ireland, and ultimately in the last game. But so, so like nobody there at this game, bunch of Scots who aren't really bothered, probably booing as well. It's just one of those things. A- apart from that, you had issues with the fixtures. Um, for example, Wales had to play Scotland two days after playing Northern Ireland. Scotland then had four days to repair, prepare for Republic of Ireland again, so there was a few complaints about that. And the round-robin tournament for something like this, I'm not sure it ever really works. I know the GA use it a little bit more now, uh, but I, I don't think the round-robin in football works all that well ever, really.
0: Well, just having the host city is just a bad idea all around. Mm. Makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. No, and it, it, There's no surprise that they bend it right afterwards because they probably lost a lot of money
1: couple of interesting things about this tournament. We start off with Republic of Ireland beating Wales 3-0. Two interesting elements of this. Gary Speed's first game in charge of Wales. Um, and debut for Seamus Coleman. So really, there's a serious heritage to this Carling Nations Cup 2011 edition.
2: Yeah, and two games before the greatest piece of skill in Irish football in exactly. history.
1: Exactly. Don't, don't. We, we're going to bury the lead on that one. Don't don't get in there. We'll talk about that. But we'll talk about uh, Republic of Ireland smashing Wales 3-0. And... Um, Duffer, looking... I think he's only at Fulham a little while at this point, maybe a year or two. And this is one of those games, maybe it helped that um, that Welsh side at the start of Gary Speed's tenure. Because by the end, they were quite good. But at the start, they were atrocious. They were really bad.
2: Yeah, it's true. They were just after coming out of... I think Ireland played them in the year 2008. Mm. Get qualifiers, and they were awful. They were absolutely awful. And they were probably still going through that. But We call it Baron patch, we? Yeah. Yeah, it was just awful. Like, And then... Um sixty year barrel. Pick. Yeah, yeah. But but I mentioned that because Duffery Savage though. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um I mentioned that because Duffer started to look a bit more like himself when you're looking at the highlights of this game. You're like, Oh look at him there, he's doing this, he's doing that and he just didn't seem to do a whole lot of that towards the He he good spells at Fulham, but he didn't seem anywhere like the player he was at Chelsea or or in the early stage of his career. But then you look at this tournament and you're like, I oh, tore it up easy, easy you compare that to now as well. You look at us smashing Wales and smashing Northern Ireland, you're like, oh, we're so far off that now. You know what I mean? We might get Northern Ireland a couple of weeks or months down the line in this, whatever you call the playoff draw. I'm dreading it.
2: I'm absolutely dreading it. Yeah, but they're good now. <coughs> they're, they're actually, they're decent, you know? So, yeah.
0: Uh, am I wrong that we haven't beaten any of those sides since?
1: Yeah. No, we beat Wales, of course, with McLean's go true yeah but you, you again took us a minute there because that's the kind of level we're at mm-hmm. and and it's funny like looking at these games and these sides back then we'd have been so far ahead of them we'd have been so so far ahead of them uh, Scotland I think it's still the case that they hadn't qualified for I mean they still haven't qualified for a tournament mm-hmm. Wales were regular whipping boys I know Mark Hughes did a, a, had a little spell where he had them going relatively well but they even had some good players and they were still whipping boys you know they had Bellamy and Hartson and players like that I think
0: Bale was in there at that point wasn't he or maybe he missed that game
1: I'm not sure. I, I, but you know, uh, I can't remember. Like Scotland of. had
0: a, what, Kenny Miller front?
1: Yeah, yeah. Kenny Miller and Robbie Earnshaw, second top scorers of the tournament mm-hmm. because Robbie Keane was on
0: top. Of course, this is a tournament Northern where. As Ireland I said, had, what, Sammy Clinging Kling- in the midfield? Oh. Now at I the age man. of 56, but still <laughs> playing with. Is it Glen he's playing
1: with? Could well be, Dave. Um, Darren Gibson. Scored the uh, absolute beauty of this game. I mean, Duffer... His first had, goal for Ireland, I think. I don't think it was his first. I think. Oh, no, it is, because he's only got one. Doesn't he only have one? He does. That was his, f- his first and only goal for Ireland in how many appearances? 32. 27. Not far off. I mm. I cannot remember him having quite that many. Maybe I've just kind of skipped through.
0: A I'd lot sub-performances. I remember t- on his... Uh, might have been his debut or his second game he set up. He had a... Belton shot again another team that we were miles better of a few (laughs) years ago we beat Denmark (laughs) 4-0 away oh Um, god this is depressing and he he had some belting shot that got parried out to Shane Long I think I
1: I for ages thought Darren Gibson was the answer to the Irish midfield problem I was like he's going to come good when he goes to Everton everything's going to work out Gibson's going to control that midfield yeah I was wrong
0: probably a mixture again injuries and maybe not being the fittest person in the yeah. world and personal problems
1: as well. So. That's it. Uh, Keith Fahey with a free kick then made a 3-0. Was, was that his
0: th- first goal or was Armenia's
1: first goal? No, I think Armenia was his first. Was that after? Yeah. Hmm. Um. But uh, impressive nonetheless. Good, good little free kick. We then went on to play uh, Northern Ireland shortly after that. Another... Uh, Stephen Ward's first goal. Another debut. Stephen Mord's debut after an atrocious error by the goalkeeper. You had Robbie Keane with a classic Robbie Keane goal. Uh, a back pass... Horrendously misplaced. Northern Ireland so bad in this game when you watch the highlights back. You had a Cat Carton goal, you had a Robbie keane Penno. And then, I mean, we're going to get to the, the goal of all goals in the Scotland game, but you had a beauty from Simon Cox. Um, Keith Tracy in the midfield playing this absolutely... I mean, he takes the ball, 1-2, lovely little run, and then plays this splitter to to Coxie, who cuts across and, and smashes one in. And that was under trap at the time, obviously. And I wonder, is that the, the goal that just forever made Trap go this guy's in my squad because Simon Cox played so many games after that point when it didn't matter where his club form had gone it didn't matter what we needed in the team I'm pretty sure didn't he play him various midfield spots like I think he might have played him centre midfield and right midfield at certain points
2: yeah and probably the the worst goal or the most costly goal in Irish football <laughs> in history if you think about yeah. it <laughs> no, it, um, no. Um, yeah probably but it's
0: just yeah.
1: just one of those and, and again you look back on this and you're like it wouldn't Nigel Worthington managing in Northern Ireland at the time who you yeah. know yeah i know <laughs> it's one to think back on he he very much fell was he Norwich just before that i think and and very much rapidly decreased uh, his career so let's get to the big one then andrew uh the game you you got to attend you were delighted to attend you you couldn't wait so excited to see republic of ireland take on scotland
2: and craig mchale smith
1: and craig mcall smith you're one of your heroes yeah um you I mean I don't really know what else to say about this game other than that had the most unlikely of Irish goals A Paul McShane I was going to say step over it's not exactly it's like a front step over it's not the traditional step over I'm trying to do it with my leg in front of the air now um, <laughs> followed by a ball to Robbie Keane who charges up the middle of the pitch and then finishes from just about the edge of the box with his left foot and then fell over if <laughs> <laughs> if if someone had said to you, you know, if you read that in the newspaper after, there was no highlights, um, and you read that, you'd be like,
2: I'm step over. I did, I did.
1: You know, for people maybe who didn't listen to it, you have to, it's surreal. As we said at the start, George Hamilton, well, losing his mind over.
2: You probably think it's from Waterford Whispers or something, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like, a parody, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know. And look, nothing against Paul McShane, but he wasn't a ball-playing defender. Nothing against no. Robbie Keane, but he... Scored maybe one, two goals outside the box of his whole career, and ah, that's not fair. What well, he didn't, he didn't score long Rangers. He
0: was no Kevin Doyle his level anyway. No, uh, Holland in the game that we beat them. There's one, one nil in the friendly, <laughs> early, early Mick McCarthy days.
1: Yeah, but there's one. I said, I said yeah, f- two. Like one or two. Look, I'm not. not Adam a, go- a
0: few now. Couple of might have look, taken the he generally
1: there. wasn't. He was a fox in the box player. Yeah, it's but wha- just
0: what about that run from McShane, McShane though? Even after the flick, <laughs> yeah. he keeps on going. <laughs> and and Dummy he drags run. the <laughs> defender away. He makes the space Sorry. for that fluky. Tony Adams'
1: esque Do you remember Tony Adams on that run? That is it. I can't remember. Is it Martin Tyler Oh, look! at Tony Adams. Where is he going? George should have just purely done commentary on McShane. <laughs> Where is he going? What's he doing? That would have been. That's exactly what you want. But the the tournament itself uh, was a resounding success. Obviously, because it's still going on to this very day. Um, no, it, <laughs> the following year, it, it completely disbanded, loads of complaints about it, uh, as I said earlier, with the schedule and all that. And uh, everyone thought, England, get England involved, that'll be the saviour, that'll be the saviour. England were never arsed, um, none of the rest of the nations really were. And it's, it's, you know. uh, it kind of fell apart, as I said, the attendances were sort of, weirdly enough, mm. they were, uh, sort. Of, they looked to be a little bit falsified, I thought, when I was looking over. Don't,
0: look, don't even, <laughs> don't even.
1: Don't even broach that topic. Don't um. even.
0: But um, well, yeah, like it's, it's kind of interesting that um the two kind of watershed-ish moments in Irish football before we qualified for nineteen ninety and before we qualified for two thousand and twelve, uh, there were both times that we won our own our, our only international trophies, what which was is kind of
1: interesting. I I know the Carling Nations Cup one because we just talked about it. what is Iceland it about? tournament. The what?
0: Iceland tournament in nineteen
1: eighty nine. I don't really remember that. It was in Iceland. Yeah, <laughs> ah,
0: the country, not the
1: supermarket. <laughs> um, were you there, Andrew, for when they lifted the trophy at the end? Of course. Stick around, right? Of, on, of course. Did you feel an immense source of pride looking yeah. at this team?
2: Believe it or not, it's probably the only time I've ever seen Ireland score a goal as well. So, yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> well, not only that, didn't concede one. Yeah. Well. Clean sheets all the way through. So keeper of the tournament better have gone to Shea Given.
2: I, I believe so.
1: Bloody but, better. Uh,
2: yeah, I've probably only seen Ireland score about four times in the last mm. twelve years. So, yeah, that's probably showing my <laughs> yeah. age now. But, you <laughs> know,
1: <laughs> given that
2: given that you're twelve years old, ba- of course.
1: Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Do you your long lasting memories from this, lads? Uh, do you hope they bring it back someday? Would you love to? No. <laughs> 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 would you love to see uh, the a nations cup of some sort, brought like that? You know, you could you could take from the rugby, Dev I know you're a big rugby head. You could take a Six Nations type vibe. I mean. Easy. Easy. Yeah, we
0: could have some sort of pan sort of European nations (laughs) league of sorts. Maybe maybe link it to qualification for a major tournament.